Welcome to the Sage Thought Leadership Podcast, championing the unsung heroes of business, accountants. Well, hi, everyone, and welcome to our podcast. I'm Ed Kless, and I am live at the Woodard Consulting Scaling New Heights 2023 conference here on the show floor. And my guest today is Randy Crabtree. He is partner at TriMerit. Randy, welcome to the Sage Thought Leadership Podcast. Ed, thanks for having me. This is awesome. So first off, Randy, why do you do what you do? That's a good question. And and anytime anybody asks me what I do, I hesitate because I try to figure out what I do. Because there's two things. We have a firm, you mentioned Trimerit, and we do specialty tax. And, and more importantly, we do that, obviously, to help tax preparers and taxpayers save money with tax credits and incentives. And that's very important. But when I look at why I do what I do, it actually is really for the people I work with. It's, it's, we've created a culture, creating an atmosphere where people feel comfortable coming to work, where people enjoy what they're doing, where people are free to be themselves, where people don't have to hide anything. And so, so that's really, our people is my why. And so that's why I do what I do. Now, we do that tax, but in reality, I do more. I, like you, I host a podcast. Like you, I'm out speaking at events. And that's what I really enjoy doing. And I want to ask you this question. Why do you think corporate culture is so important? That, well, there's a thousand reasons. <laughs> uh, give, from, me, give me two or three. <laughs> yeah, I'll, I'll try to. You mean we're not going two hours No, today. no. Oh, man. Um, so I'll, I'll give you an idea. For me, I had a very negative experience when I was early in my career in public accounting. In fact, my second job, two years out, I left a firm that I really enjoyed, but I was like, well... It's two years. I'm supposed to move on. I get different experience. Let's go. So I went to another firm and pretty uncomfortable from the start there. Was only there a couple months and when something significant happened, I was at an audit for, it doesn't matter who, but it was an auto dealership. And I was out there with the managing partner. We were out there, you know, it's, it's January. We're all doing everything we do with audits. And, uh, 6 o'clock, 6 p.m., we're heading back to the office, which is like five blocks away. And I was tired, and I wanted to walk back to the office, clear my mind, which is important, get some fresh air, even though it was January in Chicago. Um, but I was still going to walk back to the office. And the managing partner turned to me. He was hailing a cab. He turned to me. He goes, what are you doing? I'm going, I'm going to walk back. And I won't swear. He, I, I, he did. He said, get in the effing cab. And I was just in shock. I was like, what happened here? Who, who, and, and I didn't even know what to do. I got in the cab, honestly, in a daze. Went back to the office, still did some work that night. Went home that night and thought this whole process through. What just happened? What's going on? Made a decision. Went back in the office the next morning organized my desk, all my files, put notes on on top of every file, explained where I was on the projects. I walked out at lunch, never went back. I called one of the other partners and explained what was happening. And he actually understood. So he knew, I think, uh, uh, what, unfortunately, the atmosphere was. And from that point on, I made certain that I could do, would do everything I could 
to not have that culture. I made notes of what I liked being an employee, what I didn't like, what was important to me, what if I started my own firm, which ultimately I did, what I would want to do as a leader. And, and I've tried to install that with everything we do, and I think we've been successful with it. Kind of back up a second, and do, do you remember what he said to you after? Did he say anything to you in the cab ride back? Did, were, I'm, it's a blank. I honestly, I think I was in shock. I, I really do. I, I couldn't believe that somebody just talked to me like that. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. Well, and it's also interesting that the other partner recognized it as well, yes. and that this was clearly a problem from a cultural standpoint all the way on through. They 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 knew it. Unfortunately, years later, there was another uh, gentleman that was working there and we connected after that and he pretty much left shortly after that as well so interesting and, and kudos to you for your what were you 25 at the time something Probably like that, that. Yep. For, for being able to walk out of that situation because that was a toxic situation I, I was thinking about this this morning uh, and, and, and wondering what was my plan what was I did I have an idea and the funny thing was I ended up calling the firm I had left, and I mentioned I liked them. They were great people. I ended up calling them back the next day or two days later and just say, hey, I just want to let you know I left that firm I went to. Their immediate response was, would you like to come back here? And I was like, that's unbelievable. No hard feelings. They they supported me. And that's one thing I was like, I've got to have that too when I start a firm. I have to be supported no matter what someone's decision was. And so I went back. You know, a year later, I actually started my own firm, but they supported me in that as well. And I'm friends with those two. There was two partners, same two partners still in that firm, and I'm still friends with them today. A great question is: is how, how do you change culture? Can you change culture, or does it just it does it just evolve from the way people treat one another inside the organization? I, so for me personally, can you change it? I, I, I'm, I'm fortunate in the fact I never think I've had to change it. Now, that's me. But you can't trust me. You have to ask the employees. You know. Uh, but changing, I think, is difficult because I think it's your personality. And if someone has that personality you know, and they're in leadership, it's, it's hard to do. We're very fortunate that all of our leadership seems to be thinking we all have different strengths and weaknesses and everything else. But from that leadership standpoint, we all seem to have that same game plan. And that we are we are all equal in the company. We're all important. We all have different passions and skills, whether they're in the office or outside of the office. And we celebrate everything inside the office, outside the office. I know everybody that I work with. I'll, now we're 65 people, so I probably don't know everybody, but I know most of their their passions that are not work related, and that's what makes us a, a, a group that just seems to. I can't define culture. Like It's hard to go from my head to my mouth, but I know we have a good one. And, and I'm trying to work on that definition. And if I can give you one story, this, this was probably the, the best thing I've ever heard that, that talks about at least solidifying my mind that we do have a good culture. We had a, a corporate retreat, and we do this twice a year because we're, for the most part, remote. You know, 65 people all around the country. We had a corporate retreat last November in San Diego. We had a photographer come out and taking pictures and, you know, all along during the retreat, doing headshots, all this. But he said to one of the people I worked with, he told her, you know what, I do these all the time. 
this is the very first time I cannot figure out who the partners are. And I thought, man, that that if that doesn't define that we have the culture that we want, I don't know what does because we were all the same. We we're all equal. We we're all getting along. We didn't have clicks. Everybody had a good time. And I just, I'll, I'll, I'll brag about that all day long, as you should. Uh, Randy, we have an exit question that we ask all of our guests, and that is, who is a hero of yours, and why are they a hero? Uh, the, it, well, it's my dad, for sure. I uh, and it'll be hard for me not to cry when I say that. And my dad's around, which is we're very fortunate. He does have Alzheimer's right now, but you hard to tell that he has that, uh, which is very. I'm very fortunate. He's 84 years old, but my dad grew up. Uh, one of the poorest families in in a poor town in Nebraska. Uh, his dad was never around. He he left that at age 18. Uh, started the family at age 21. I'm the oldest. Always worked hard. Had no college education or anything, and worked his way up to an executive at a at a big company. And and it, family was the most important thing to him. And he made sacrifices because of that. But that just, I look at what he did and not having his dad around, but family was the most important thing to him. And my parents have been married for 62 years now. So it, then my dad is definitely my hero. And finally, Randy, how can somebody get a hold of you? So Trimerit's the company, T-R-I-M-E-R-I-T, I know I went fast, .com. Go to the website. There's a Meet the Team page. We have a great marketing team, so if anybody logs on to LinkedIn, there's a good chance you'll see me there as well. So Trimerit's probably the best place. All right. Randy Crabtree, partner, Trimerit, thanks so much for being a guest on the Sage Thought Leadership Podcast. Thank you, Ed. Review and subscribe by searching your podcast player of choice for Sage Thought Leadership Podcast.